0: Our season of Monster Hearts Recount deals with subject matter that some may find uncomfortable, such as underage sex and substance use, vampire age gaps, coercion, and violence. Always check the show notes for additional content warnings, and feel free to check out the transcript for each episode, available at therealmscast.com. Previously on Many Realms. Anna successfully auditions for band, getting her one step closer to school president and seducing Harmony. Meanwhile, Declan and Gwen's flyer insert in the newspaper has a mixed reception. Anna steals Declan's pelt out of Mina's bag, so when Mina and Declan meet up to work on their science lab, she admits she doesn't have it anymore. Mina also spills Gwen's secret about having a crush on Declan. When Gwen and Riri meet up to do their lab, Gwen believes she now has indisputable evidence that Riri is an actual vampire and that Whitfield Bay is in
1: danger. Hi, I'm Jory. I'm playing Declan the Selkie, and it's good to be here. Hi, my
2: name is Eli, and I play Anna the Queen, and it's good to be here.
3: Hello, my name is Jordan, and I play Riri the Vampire, and it is good to be here.
4: Hi, I'm Jesse, I play Gwen the Fae, and it's good to be here.
0: Hi, I'm Jillian, I'm your MC, your meet-cute coordinator. Have a seat, get comfortable. Welcome to Many Realms. It's Wednesday, September 30th, 1994. A waxing moon rises over the ocean and you dream. You dream about your anxieties, your desires, your identity. The moon shows us who you really are.
2: Anna is having a dream in the desert, ain't it always. And she has these people in sync around her. Yes, her hive mind, but also people around town, the people that are friends with her parents or their kids, um, people who smile at her even though they've never spoken. They're all creating, they're all laying bricks down around her in the center in perfect unison. Um, and She looks down at herself, and she's dressed as a pharaoh. She feels elated, uh, and this continues on for a while. It's the bulk of her dream until her teeth start falling out, and she looks up, and who is putting in the last piece but her parents and her older sister, who now makes a ton of fucking money in the big city. They close up the tomb, and it's all dark, And Anna starts crying and can hear her voice getting younger and younger as she sobs.
4: In Gwen's dream, she is in puritanical America in like the 1600s or whatever. And she is the judge in a witch trial. And she has like, she's serving in a little buckle hat and a little white apron moment. Her friends, her like school classmates have all been accused of being witches and she feels bad for them but she hears the evidence being said and she uh knows that there's only one course of action and she sentences each one one after the other to death by hanging and in the courtroom they have for some improbable dream reason a gallows right there and she watches as they walk up to the noose and the platform drops beneath them the last person she has to sentence is riri and when she uh bangs her gavel down and sentences Riri to death by hanging. Riri freaks out and starts attacking the bailiffs in the court and ripping at their throats with her teeth. And Gwen looks down at her uh, gavel, and it's no longer a gavel, but uh, a cold,
3: heavy rifle in her hand. And then she wakes up. It's, it's dusk and Riri is sitting at an empty dining table. As she looks up at the sky, there is A bat and a hawk in an endless circle, the hawk clearly chasing the bat, uh, but never getting too close. Uh, RiRi looks down at the table and there is now food laid out in front of her. Steak, veggies, a balanced meal. Uh, She takes a bite of the steak and between a blink it becomes uh, a calf not not like a baby calf like a human calf that she's sunk her teeth into and as she kind of traces her eyes down this calf it kind of just comes into a shadowy mess and as she continues to trace her eyes past the figure back towards the sky um, the bat is now in the jaws and talons of this hawk and it drops it from up on high, and it lands on the table um, in pieces, four separate pieces. Um, She stares at it, and now the figure and the calf with it uh, reverted back to the stake that it was, and as she stares at the table, these four pieces of the bats have these thread-like fleshy stitches that shoot across the table to one another and pulls the bat together and it flies back into the sky, only to then be chased by the hawk once again. And she wakes up.
1: Declan is dreaming he is at home with his family. Um, They are somewhere on a sheet of ice, um, eating some fish. Everything's very simple, very clean. When the ice cracks and Declan gets isolated and falls away and falls into the water, he is once again human and cannot swim up to the surface and is drowning and i would like to spin this into a um into the game because i want to say that this dream makes declan feel homesick and when i feel homesick i can roll with cold on a 10 up choose one for the mc to detail ocean brings forth something that it thinks will make you feel better or the ocean takes something that it thinks is bothering me And that is a 11. What will make you feel better? Or what's bothering me? Lots of people are bothering you.
0: You wake up, Declan, and you hear someone outside your cave calling your name, and it is Gwen, who has been mysteriously summoned to your cave.
2: Yeah, so is Gwen going to be like, "I just felt like coming," or is Gwen going to be like, "What the fuck am I doing here?"
4: That's the question because like right now in this point of her arc, she doesn't really want to see Declan more than she has to because she feels kind of tortured by it. So, party wants to just put the ball in Declan's court and be like, "Why did your ocean magic summon me here?" <laughs>
0: Declan felt like he was drowning in the dream and as previously established by I think a gaze into the abyss rule Declan sees Gwen very much as like an anchor.
4: Yeah, everyone wants to be called that a fucking hunk of uh, wet barnacle iron. <laughs> very flattering. Um but I want I want to know what Declan's going to do about this. So maybe to start I am just standing framed silhouetted in moonlight in the entrance of your cave.
1: Very bleary-eyed, very um out of it what are you doing here it's not on your way to school
4: what time is it sorry it's like i thought it was middle of the night is it like
0: it's maybe like
4: sunrise
0: yeah i don't know call it like 5 a.m
4: okay gwen's eyes are heavy and she sort of just seems to be looking past you she says why did you bring me here
1: You've been avoiding me, and I, it's I. That feels kind of shitty. I don't know why you're doing that. Yes, you do. If I'm bothering you, I have it on record that I may be a little on the dense side once in a once in a while. You gotta tell me what's wrong.
4: Gwen says, "What do you want?"
1: I don't want very much i just i don't know be straight with me
4: i think you see a change come over gwen um where her gaze was sort of fixed and impassive suddenly a bit of a spark flickers into her eyes and her posture which was really like stiff and poised suddenly relaxes into the teenage girl that you know and uh she snaps her head back and looks around for a second and then she says Declan? What time is it? Where are we?
1: Where you're my place. Why? You came here.
4: What do you mean? I'm at your place. I back up towards the mouth of the cave.
1: Um, You just came here and started. I don't know. Lecturing me, I guess. Are you OK? Are, is, do you need water?
4: She looks kind of panicked. She's flushed. She's breathing heavy and she's still backing uh, out of the cave.
1: I'm going to get her a bottle of water. And, um, like, try and pass it to you and be like, do you need a sit? What's going on?
4: She knocks out of your hand. She's looking like she has no idea, like, where she is or how she got here. And then she looks at you and she, uh, just, like, under her breath, kind of to herself, just says, I have to go. And she turns and sprints, uh, out of the cave and up the beach.
1: Well, Ocean, that didn't make me feel better at all. The ocean thought it would make you feel better.
0: So that was uh, an interesting way to start the morning for sure. Y'all have goals, people you want to see and talk to today. So frame a scene. Let's get dramatique.
3: I go to locker 2719, which is my uh, canon locker. And adjacent is uh, 2718, which is uh, Evan the Golden Retriever's, uh, as well as <laughs> Evan Evan the Golden Retriever, retriever Traitor. Golden uh, Retraitor. Golden Retraitor. Yeah, golden golden Retraitor. Ret- 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 Perhaps that's the thing? If you, you the you're just there with Evan? Oh, like I'm talking or to or Evan?
2: Something? Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, I think Anna is like genuinely worried for Evan still worried and is like maybe bringing him his favorite coffee to like try to cheer him up maybe a tiny selfish part of herself is like maybe he'll also tell me if I keep buttering him up but it is also a lot of like this is my friend who's going through something even if I did push he's obviously not going to tell me but he's boy has got some secrets uh so I think I'm with Evan, and I'm sort of being like a a quiet friend presence, you know, and you don't have anything else to say.
3: Okay, I guess Riri is, uh, you know, we did the dream thing, and I think that's something that's ringing in her mind, the trying to decipher and whatnot. I imagine having living a longer life as a vampire girl. Um, perhaps she has some better insight than the average person into like you know dreams and their significance and what they mean and also probably a larger like appreciation for them and so i think that her 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 working interpretation i suppose is that she keeps acting out of like self-interest or or from a position of what she believes to be higher power then her existence will become somewhat cyclical and she'll never like really have any meaningful experiences and so that kind of being her motivation her stark motivation she'll ask evan to go grab his stuff and go
0: you do not have to ask him he sees you coming he gives anna a knowing look peels himself off his locker and gets the fuck out of there
2: Anna's like okay bye i'll talk to you in third period
3: i think we should talk
2: okay what do you have to say
3: and I'm sorry. Your suspicions were well-founded, and Evan was telling you the truth. I just wasn't, and for the record, I'm still not at this moment prepared to tell you about what happened that night, and I hope that you can respect that and understand that I just felt backed into a corner, and I felt that I I, I just wasn't ready for you to... Come at me so strongly.
2: Anna makes a motion for you to sit down next to her. She stops on. She stops packing up her bag. Do you want to sit in front of your locker with me? Yes. I'm sorry I pushed so much. I just, I mean, I hope you'll believe me. I know that people around the school say I'm really conniving or manipulative. But, you know, sometimes I am just actually looking out for my friend. My friends, both of you, and I want to know that you're both being, you know, okay. Uh, but it's okay if you aren't ready to tell me, I just... Will you eventually be ready to tell me? Of course. I've been told I can be a pushy person, so I'm I'm sorry to.
3: Well, <laughs> you can't be, but that's what I like about you.
2: Well, Riri, I know you're pretty new to the school still, but I... Kind of feel like we could be really, really good friends. Um, so I I guess I have something to tell you too then. Consider it a, like a olive branch or whatever they give people so that countries can be friends. You know? Uh, she's feeling so awkward she thought Riri would answer. and she's... She
3: kind of raises her eyebrows waiting.
2: <sighs> this sounds super crazy, but I could prove it if you don't believe me. Uh, Or maybe you would. You seem like an open-minded kind of gal. I'm a hive mind. Me, yeah. You know, all my friends who, uh, you know, they always agree with me and they like me and they basically worship me. That's, that's like, you know, down to their DNA.
3: Uh, Riri ponders for a moment, uh, looks to you and says, that makes a lot of sense. And she kind of looks also at Evan's locker, I suppose.
2: Not him, he's just a he's just a little sweetie pie.
3: I guess that doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> um, uh,
2: Wait, are, because I knew something was up with your
3: yeah.
2: Well, you can reason out that it's because Jake was there too, right?
3: Yeah, no, sorry. The or the last thing I said was uh, for hilarious comedic effects, oh. uh, and okay. was not canon in the episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in case you missed that. Um, yeah, that makes that 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 makes a lot of sense.
2: Whew. Oh my god, I've actually never told anyone before, and I thought you were gonna like freak or not believe me or something.
3: Uh, well, it's pretty easy to believe because uh, I I uh, <laughs> I both. Fucked and uh, sucked the blood out of uh, Jake and Evan. Uh, the old fucking suck. And okay,
2: <laughs> you're not actually saying this.
3: She's saying that canonically. She's saying, I, I went to town. <laughs> I mean, I was kind of canonically saying it the first time, Then the not the old fucking suck, though. That's, okay. That's, that's, that's just the, the name of the maneuver.
2: But you are telling me that that happened.
3: Yeah. Anna, she fucked and sucked them.
2: Oh my god. What a relief that that's kind of all you did. I mean, like, I'm worried for Evan still, but I thought you, like, chopped off their dicks or something.
3: Oh, you think they'd show up to school the next day? <laughs>
2: I don't know. <laughs> um,
3: so what is that what you said? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then I guess we're just going to laugh together in... in a hilarious high school girl fashion because this conversation is ridiculous enough to <laughs> merit weird. like a laughing fit and and an inside joke or two
2: yeah the two hot girls are laughing in the hallway so
3: you just like you didn't even, like, remark anything on the vampire thing. I mean, I know I just said, I believe you, and that makes sense, so...
2: Wait, did you say you're a vampire? I thought you were, like, I, I just... said I
3: fucked and sucked them. I,
2: I don't know what that means.
3: <laughs> I, I described that I sucked their blood.
2: Oh, holy shit. Wow.
3: And you were just like, I thought you chopped their dicks off.
2: <laughs> uh, okay.
3: I see where it can get contrived. You know, no, I, when I say sucked, I mean, like, their blood.
2: Okay, I think at this point the bell rings because Anna's like disoriented as hell. And so is Eli. Oh, whoa. That's a lot of information. Um, <laughs> thank you for sharing it with me. Anna's very surprised, but she's not like appalled or anything. They're still having their like teenage girl laughing fit type in the hallway thing. And then the bell rings. But Anna's kind of like, Riffy just told me she was a vampire. <laughs> Holy shit. Can I intervene? Yes. Okay.
0: I would like to suggest that um, as the bell rings and you start to head off towards your first period class, uh, Mina is waiting by the door.
2: Sup, dummy? You waiting for me? Uh, yeah. You got a minute? Uh, I guess, yeah. I, five minutes before class starts, shoot. Okay. She drags you into the bathroom.
3: Oh, Oh, shit. Shit goes down in the bathroom.
0: Wow, Mina's so forward. Okay, yesterday, after, I don't know, you tried some shit and I had to go, uh, I think you took something that didn't belong to you.
2: You're going to have to tell me what I took for me to confirm that. I take a lot of shit that doesn't belong to me. Large, furry... Uh, I think you're going to have to tell me what it is explicitly for me to tell you if I have it. It's a seal skin, dummy. Oh. Um, Anna, like, flashes, like, unzips a little bit her purse. Not enough for anyone to, like, grab it and run. Just enough for you to see, like, the color of the fur. You mean this? Yes. Wild. What is... (sighs) You, I'm pretty sure, are not a 54-year-old fisherman, so I was kind of wondering what you were doing with this. Well, believe it or not, it's not mine, so uh,
0: I have to give it back to the owner, and uh, well, I can't do that because you have it.
2: So what I'm hearing is that you didn't want to be nice to me before I had the pelt and now you're telling me that this pelt is actually twice as valuable because two people want it. Who's the other one? I don't want to tell you. I wonder if I have time to like signal one of my hive mind to like stand outside the bathroom. Sure. Do that, doesn't matter which one. No one else is going to come in. I start to encroach in Mina's space and then... Uh, with Anna, it's, like, really unsettling. She's got, like, these, this, like, sharky attitude. You don't know if she's gonna, like, kiss you or kick you. Like a shark. Um, like a shark, yeah. She gets in your space, and, and it really throws you off. she's got this very intense stare. Um, and then with her forearm, she shoves Mina towards the wall so that she's pressing Mina up against the cold bathroom tiles. And she says... Who's the other person, sweetheart? Uh Mina just, like, closes her eyes and she just says, I fucking hate you. Well, you didn't want to play nice, so now we're going to play it this way. Kill her! Kill Mina?
3: Kill her! I
2: don't have, have cover-up murder money. Kill her! cover-up assault money.
3: Kill her now.
2: I feel like you have to roll Lash out physically. Uh, oh, I would have passed except for my... Bad, bad, volatile nature. Uh, It's a six.
3: She kills you? No!
2: I die instantly! If
4: you fail a lash and physically roll, the other person kills (laughs)
0: you. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Unfortunately. Oh, God.
0: I think she manages to, like, kick out one of her legs and try to, like, hook it behind the back of your knee. Oh, shit! so So that you lose your balance. And she just, like, shoves you to the ground. And says, don't try that shit on me. Mina knows my every move. She's she's my kryptonite. Yeah. She's like, I'm I'm not gonna play this game, and you are gonna give it back. But we're done here.
2: And she leaves the bathroom.
4: She leaves the bathroom?
0: Or she tries, I guess.
2: <laughs> well, I'm guess- I know that somebody is standing outside the bathroom to like airlock it, but if she's not going to talk, then she can go. I still have the pelt, so Anna, although that's like minorly humiliating, and she's frustrated that she didn't know, but she feels like still confident that she has like means to find out who owns this, and feels like she's still holding the cards while she has this. Um, She's, she's a little, she's having a mixed day.
0: Yeah, what a rollercoaster. Not even
2: first period. I know! <laughs> We
0: can um, skip ahead in the day if we like. Who's got stuff?
4: Gwen has like a lot of options here, and also had a weird ocean possession sleepwalk moment that she maybe thinks is a dream or not. Who knows? So on the one hand, she has this like Declan Mina triangle situation going,
1: mm-hmm.
4: um, and she's probably still upset with Declan for brainwashing her into coming to his ocean cave and she's uh, gonna be upset with Mina as soon as she realizes that Mina told Declan the truth Um, so all of that's like nice and juicy it's kind of a matter really of like who she talks to first she also believes that Rui's a vampire and I was thinking about how to play this because it's like um, Gwen hasn't really talked to anyone or like had any kind of action around being a fae so much like she's made promises and they have only just started to start um, started to begin snapping. So I I think it makes the most sense to frame it as like Gwen thought that she had like a magic promise ability and that there was no other like magic necessarily in the world. So I think she can buy that Riri's a vampire and kind of the shift of it is like, oh, there are other people who have like similar kind of powers to me. And that's dangerous, too. Um, I also think she yeah, there's potential for her being afraid for like Anna's safety, um, since everything Riri said to her during their school project was like... Anyway, Anna's very like powerful and beautiful and interesting, and I'm a vampire, and I love spending time with her. Um, True. <laughs> just like, <laughs> she might get the old suck and fuck if she's not careful. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of things, and I don't know what would be like top of Gwen's mind or what would be the most interesting to start with. Maybe if she's, like, around when Mina comes out of the bathroom. Like, if Mina... Was Mina, like, injured at all in that scrap?
0: No. Yeah, what well, well, you slammed her up against a oh, wall. Oh, fair, fair. So she's a slightly disheveled. Fair. Now it's, uh,
3: no, it's your shot. She's weakened.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, full of adrenaline, pushes her way out of the bathroom, past Kennedy. She's trying to straighten out her hair and her clothes and she runs into Gwen I guess
4: Gwen is getting her books from her locker a teenage girl activity um, she's just trying to find them there's so many books and she's like ah oh, which are the ones that I need today never can tell Um <laughs> Mina comes up to Gwen's locker and Gwen turns around and she's uh, confused she says geez how does the other guy look and then she sees Mina kind of like rub her head reflexively and she's like oh shit your act what happened
0: uh Anna happened she did this to you yeah I love beating up nerds yeah uh, it's complicated
4: well I've got time fuck first period what's going on
0: it's a long story
4: Mina do
0: you really mean fuck first period
4: yeah, are you kidding? What's my first period? Art. I'm nailing it, probably.
0: All right, <laughs> let's go.
4: Uh, we go to where?
2: Seth's. Ain't it always?
4: Ain't it always Saffs? I I know everything is <laughs> crazy right now, but if we can't tell each other the truth, then what can we do, Mina? Right?
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. Well. This doesn't make me sound like a great person, but, um, I borrowed something of Declan's and I was going to give it back and then Anna stole it out of my bag. So yesterday when Declan and I were working on our project, um, I had to tell him that I didn't have it anymore, and so I had to get it back from Anna today, and she just, like, slams me up against the wall in the bathroom like she was gonna punch my fucking lights out.
4: Yeah, well, Princess Gale has a pretty mean temper. We knew that. What could you possibly have taken from Declan?
0: Um, it's like a family... I don't know. It's something sentimental. Sorry, I have sticky fingers sometimes.
4: Mm, maybe not cutting it, Mina. What are you talking about? You've been so weird around him since he came to town. Like, and you know, I mean it's complicated, but like, I don't want any bullshit. I want you to tell me the truth. Um. Am I your best friend or aren't I?
0: <sighs> he has like a, this like fur like this like seal seal skin thing that he's really precious about
4: why did you take it
0: because it was weird and he's weird and I wanted to know why he was so weird I told you I get vibes right and I every time I was near him it was like weird bells going off in my head and I just needed to know I needed to know more about it
4: why did Anna take it
0: it's a weird thing to have in your bag.
4: I don't know about you. I don't steal shit out of other people's bags, Mina.
2: When you're missing out,
4: <sighs> I must be. No, this is fucked up. Like, I know that I'm I'm sometimes hard on Declan, and like, whatever, I have my own shit with him. But he's like a good guy. He's a good person, and he hasn't done shit to you. Where do you get off taking stuff from him? Are you kidding
0: me? I don't know what you want me to say. It's done. I did it.
4: Doesn't seem like you feel bad about it.
0: Well, I don't... Maybe this is, like, really rude or whatever, but I don't know what you see in him, Gwen, because he is, like, out to lunch, like, completely. He has no idea what's going on. He is, like, more worried about Kurt Cobain's baby than, like... (laughs) Your feelings. She
1: lost her father.
4: (laughs) You talked to him about that?
0: Yeah, about that. I might have um lost my temper (laughs) because he was being so fucking thick. And I may or may not have told him that you like him.
4: Ooh, that's the magic word, ain't it? Time to kill her.
0: (laughs) Kill her! Go for the kill Kill Mina Day.
4: Killer. (laughs) Do you think I'm joking? Um, Okay. So she's told me that she has uh, broken a promise to me. So I get the super duper string on her. And fuck it. Lashing out physically.
2: Oh shit. (laughs) Oh, wow. She's having a day.
4: Are you kidding? Um, well, it's episode five, first of all. Second of all, this is like the the one thing that is like true of the Fae is like don't break promises to me and don't act in ways that I, I perceive to be like unjust or dishonorable. And my best friend who I've been pouring my heart out to for the entirety of this adventure, who has been like my only confidant who I've like trusted has been like, yeah, I was kind of lying to you about a bunch of shit a whole time. And then the one thing you asked me not to do, I fully did. Yeah, yeah is a shit friend, and she's about to get punished. Nice.
1: Yeah!
4: So I am going to pull that string, um, the super string, which gives
3: me a plus two to this lash out physically roll. Grab it's- the- just slam her head into the table, into her- into her fries.
2: It's beat up me today, y'all!
3: So, that's an eleven.
0: Oh! <laughs> yeah.
4: Um, I mean, that it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean that that just is more harm yeah, yeah, stacked yeah, yeah. for the record. It's not like that means like, like one shotter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this might be too, too nasty, but I'll pitch it. Mina's drinking a coffee and I grab it and like actually like scald her face <laughs> badly. There's a million reasons, right? Maybe I do think the coffee is, like, cooler than it is. Gwen has canonically thrown drinks on people she doesn't like, so I kind of love that. (laughs) That's, like, her go-to. Maybe I'm not even thinking about what I'm doing. Maybe it's, like, partially just reaching for anything across the table. Like, we could justify it a thousand ways, but what actually happens in that moment is that Gwen grabs Mina's coffee cup and splashes her in the face with scalding hot coffee. What happens?
0: She screams. Okay, great. Um, it's Awful. The poor Steph's employee uh, is kind of dumbfounded and like goes to reach for the phone, and then just like points to the door and says, "Out."
4: Yeah, Gwen's already um, crying and running out of the of Seth's. Based on my reading of the lash out physically move, because I rolled above a seven to nine, I can presumably like decide how much harm I'm trying to deal. Yeah. Do I want her to get like first degree permanent burns? Yes. I mean,
3: like she would if it was scalding hot.
2: It's not yeah, it's so really the question
3: scary. is like, how hot yeah. was the coffee, right? I think that, I think what you got to reconcile is that you are turning this poor girl into like two face right now.
4: Yeah, but am I We're doing it permanently? Or am I doing it for like a week or like a month of like bad skin? That's mm-hmm. the question. I right? think
2: first degree burns. That's my vote. It's
1: very sad for her. That sucks. <laughs>
4: Sex for her, but she's. I mean, she's been, yeah. I think a lot of people in this campaign have been doing a lot of terrible things <laughs> and not receiving any consequences for them, yeah. Um, and Gwen is definitely a person who sees herself as like trying to bring justice, uh, as the Fae, so yeah, I would say this is at least to harm, um, and it will probably leave like some permanent mark on her face, if not like a complete, like it's not like acid, um, yeah so
0: no i i would agree i would also rule that too cool
4: so yeah she she flees ceph's i think that she is going to run to declan's cave she's already halfway between the school and the beach i think she's afraid to go home she's afraid to go back to school
0: okay Sure, you go seek Solace in uh, Declan's empty cave. We're in the library of Whitfield Bay High, where Declan is waiting for Gwen to show up so they can finish writing his speech for tomorrow.
1: Probably more aptly so Gwen can write his speech for tomorrow.
3: Keep waiting!
1: And Gwen doesn't show.
3: i like it if Riri was with Leonard in the tucked away corner, and at some point I'd like to come out in this scene.
1: Well, I mean, I'm just sitting alone in the library trying to write a speech. I guess eventually I start trying to do it on my own, and it's presumably not going well because I am not very good at writing, I think, Declan. Is maybe not the most eloquent person.
4: You're kidding.
1: Is it? Is it not coming through? Am I playing him too eloquent?
4: He just seems so suave and genteel, yeah.
3: you know. <laughs> That's why we all want to fuck him so bad. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: There's no other explanation, honestly.
3: Riri really can't resist an attractive, borderline illiterate young man <laughs> sitting. I've um, only been
1: a human for like a year. It's not my fault, my reading conversation.
3: Dear <laughs> yeah.
1: Wait, going back, is that Riri's
2: type? Attractive and basically illiterate? Uh, Evan and Jake,
3: in, I would say so. In, in this in this, in this, this instance, uh, I pull up a chair and sit down next to you. What are you doing?
1: Supposed to be meeting Gwen to work on the speeches tomorrow. Um, what's up?
3: Looks around, doesn't see Gwen. Uh, well, I was uh, I was working on my 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 late play with Leonard, which uh, unfortunately um, still requires quite a bit of work. And that finished, I was on my way out, and I saw a. Poor boy struggling over what looks like, and I lean over. Yes, a empty piece of paper.
1: I have the SpongeBob the the yeah. Stop!
4: Not the. <laughs> love. Not the with the drop cap.
3: Do you? I don't. I don't see Gwen coming. And you know that the speeches are tomorrow. Yes.
1: Well, why do you care? It's just the speech.
3: Well. I just want to see you represent yourself well, Declan. I don't want to see a train wreck of sorts up there tomorrow. Uh, I don't presume I'm not here to, uh, you know, uh, help you too much or anything. But I got my own little bit of work. Pulls out some, I guess, like readings that I have to do. And uh, I won't say anything other than if you feel that you are stumped, uh, I am quite proficient in speech craft myself. Uh, however, until you decide that you may need any type of help, she gives you a smirk. I will be here. And she rais- raises the book like up to her face looking at you <laughs> sideways. <laughs> I will be here reading. So I
1: don't think Declan's going to take you up on helping him with his speech, but you mean that. You want to help me out?
3: I mean, I can help you get the Juice is... The, the blood flowing. <laughs>
1: no, no, no. Please. Your... Your partner. hmm She has taken something from me. Well, from Mina, really, who stole it from me. And I need it back. That's a way you can help.
3: This is the first time hearing of this. What did you take a special pencil? What, uh, what, do, what do boys want? Um... Uh, I, your 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 Game Boy Color.
2: It's a it's a signed copy of a Nirvana
1: album. Oh my gosh, my prized possession.
3: <laughs> what is it that I, this is the first time hearing this?
1: It'll look like like a animal skin, like a seal skin. It's just a it's an heirloom that Nina took from me, and now Anna has it, and I just I need it back, and I don't want to deal with Anna. So if somebody could just
2: you don't. I'm so pleasant. <laughs>
1: I don't want. I'm kind. Of, I'm kind of want to avoid you because I don't want you to use it against me. <laughs> uh,
3: I think Riri already being suspicious of your humanness, uh, will give you a wink and say, "Mum's the word, Declan."
1: So you're gonna help me?
3: I uh, I will see what I can do. I can't promise you anything, Declan. However, I don't want to win this election on underhanded tactics and make no mistake we do intend to win and actually have a fully written speech
1: i'll have a speech done I just this whole heirloom thing is distracting
3: well dicklin if it's that distracting i i like i said i will see what i can do and hopefully then you can just put your full mind to that page there Look, Declan, you don't need Gwen, you don't need me to write your speech. All you need to do is look inside yourself, look inside your heart, and just write honestly. That's it.
2: That's it. That's the whole thing.
3: And just write honestly.
1: Okay. Um, thanks, Riri. And I'm going to try and focus again on my on my speech.
3: I read... Catch her in the ride. Ah, phonies.
1: (laughs) I do want to join the chess club. Yeah, maybe I get frustrated with my speech and go try and join the chess club.
3: I I kill her. Why? Him, I kill Declan on the spot.
2: (laughs) Because she's getting too close to Leonard?
3: Yeah, stay away.
2: You
0: frustrated, put your speech down, you walk over to Leonard. What happens.
1: So, Declan obviously great at chess. Knows all of the rules. So, <laughs> sits down in front of Leonard and says, "Uh, hey. Leonard, right? Uh we haven't actually spoken before. I'm Declan." "Yes. Hi Declan. I hear you're you're the chess guy about town, right? That's that's me. All things chess." "Yeah. I've never actually played chess. What's it I'd love to learn i'm running for student council as you know um as you might know i don't know how much attention you're paying but the chess club is like a really important part of the school and if i'm gonna do a good job i should know a little bit about it right what you guys need and stuff
0: well that's very kind of you to uh to reach out so i mean riri riri and i have talked a little bit about this election and uh Politics isn't my uh, main area of interest, but well, Chiss is, so happy to show you a few things, but it's not uh, an easy game, so if you're serious about it, then you have to put the work in.
1: Yeah, well, teach me the basics, and maybe if even if politics isn't what you're interested in, if there's anything you need, you don't have to be interested in politics to let me know and see what I can do for you.
0: Well, here's the thing uh, that I do care about. I'm really good at Chiss, okay? And I would love to to compete. But as you know, the uh, administration doesn't really take this club or or any of the clubs in the school very seriously because all their attention is on uh, sports.
1: Yeah, that's actually, if you haven't been following, you might not know. That is actually one of our main um, uh, points that we're trying to fix is the rowing team. All the money is going into rowing because Anna Gale's dad is funding it, right? He's bankrolling the rowing team. hmm And if Anna Gale wins, that's not gonna change it much. She's going to keep the status quo. If we win, we're already planning on trying to divert funds from rowing. It's overfunded and it's only affecting like, what, five students, just Anna Gale's friends. We can spread that money out a bit and get some funding to the chess club so you guys can go on trips to Vancouver and to maybe compete against local schools and all of that. I think, am I rolling? Vote for me. Yeah, do it.
3: What the fuck?
1: <laughs> um, what am I rolling with again?
0: Uh, that depends on how you feel about- Don't think
1: I'm doing sexy. I think I'm just doing politics.
2: Okay, then roll with cool.
1: Doesn't have sexy energy. <laughs> Jordan, you'll be happy. That's good. a four. Ah! Yeah, that's right. Oh no. I f- was a good argument. It
0: was a good argument. I think. I think you're just really bad at chess.
1: I'm too so bad at chess. I don't know the rules. I've only been a human for a year.
0: Yeah. Right? Leonard doesn't disagree with you, is the thing. This role is so, like, intense. Because I did write that if you fail this role, they will never vote for you.
2: Whoa. <laughs> um, Wait, question. Yeah. So, let's say that um, Declan fails this role and Leonard is like, I'm never going to vote for you. Can... Gwen, then make that same role? No.
0: I don't think so. Good to know. Okay, so here's the thing that happens Leonard considers everything you're saying, and right, he agrees, and he would, you know, love for all of that to be possible. I don't think you pick up chess very fast, Declan, um, so he's a little bit frustrated. And I think he just sighs and says, Well, like I said, um, politics is not really my thing. So, I mean, good luck, Dicklin, but um, I don't think chiss is your thing.
1: All right. I guess. Thanks for hearing me out. Nice to meet you, Leonard.
0: Nice to meet you. So, we're in the art room. Harmony's giving you some extra. Practice so you don't suck and the boys accept you in the band.
2: Can I, is can? am I allowed to like spin this as I want to like effectively or mechanically basically just practice, be really focused, be really into the sax and effectively like take a string or whatever would help me roll vote for me again on harmony um, the next time I meet them. Did you roll it for harmony or just for the boys? Uh, I didn't. I don't think I rolled vote for me. I rolled it the first time and it was mixed, and then I rolled it the. S- I rolled every time I've rolled it. It has been mixed, so mm. it's been like just keep practicing and keep showing up. Yeah, because if you've rolled it for this character, then
0: you can't roll it again. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, the result can only be
2: upgraded if you get to fucking. Okay, so I'm here and the condition is um, I just got to bone them. <laughs> I mean,
0: you can also you can
2: also practice really hard. Um, is that another way to do it?
3: We don't have time don't... for that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll do both. I'll do both. Anna tries to practice really hard and also tries to bone harmony. So you've been practicing for,
0: let's say, twenty minutes, and um, there's this one note that's like pretty complicated, and uh, every time you every time you try and get there, it just it just doesn't work. So harmony comes up behind you, um, because we love doing this on this podcast. We love making ghost jokes, um, and they. They reach their arms around you um, to help you adjust your fingers to the right notes.
2: They're showing me the the notes, and I'll take my hand off for a moment and just like s- like slide them down their thighs, basically. <laughs> See if they're receptive to that. Yeah, it's
0: uh, not a secret that. Um... You make Harmony blush. They they are very serious about music, but um,
2: they definitely have the hots for you. Anna will say, "Are you okay with this?" I yeah. I mean, are, what <laughs> what did you have in mind? I don't know. How much can we accomplish in the next fifteen minutes? And like, <laughs> very gently puts the the sax down. I think we're both creative people,
0: (laughs) but we should probably lock the door.
2: Anna gets up so fast to lock that door. (laughs) I'm not going to get into too much explicit detail here. Um, But like, maybe is is Harmony like a sit on the lap type or like a sit on my lap type? No, you what would you would at? sit
0: on their lap.
2: Okay, okay. Locks the door. Um, sits on sit on their lap, and just start um, kissing on their neck. Nice. How far do you take it? As far as they'll let me. Like I will bone them if they <laughs> they're into it. Yeah,
0: they're definitely into it. Um, so you can go ahead and use your sex move.
2: Cool.
0: Which will give Harmony the condition, one of them, and include them as part of your gang.
2: Amazing! I got a new hive mind, person!
0: But you do have to choose two adjectives to describe your time with Harmony in the music room. Mm.
2: Inventive? Okay. <laughs> And One like, time at band camp? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? And like, um, like maybe clandestine, but that makes it sound like Batman.
4: <laughs> well, you said it was inventive, right? You're probably fucking her Batman style.
2: <laughs> Covert,
4: my... surreptitious, stealthy. stealthy yeah, sex?
2: I like surreptitious.
4: What is it like when someone becomes a Hive Mind member?
2: I think it's, like, extra pleasurable. Like, because Anna's thing is, like, if you're on my side, I know how to make you feel just, like, super good all the time. And it's only if you, like, dissent that I'm going to go, like, raised earth on you, right? Damn. So, yeah, there's a weird, like, I I want you to please me, but I also really want to please you. How many times? (laughs) So told you however much we can do in 15 minutes
4: it's like um, a it's a sex focused cult.
2: yeah yeah it is
4: that's so <laughs> i don't think i <laughs> but that is what it is
2: <laughs> so um i don't know it just feels like like you're oh uh, i don't want to be too iliana i want to say it, it, it like feels as though your senses are heightened you're just like more
0: aware Yeah, it's like when your sinus is finally clear, except now you're telepathic.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: Oh, like that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Your soul sinus is blocked and your whole life you didn't realize it was blocked.
4: My sinus chakra. Yeah. Got it.
2: (laughs) After that happens, I think uh, Anna is like, also actually really into this for the record. It's like, It's like, I really actually think I'm starting to genuinely like this person, even though it totally started out as like a, please vote for me, I need you to vote for me, but Harmony's got style, I don't know. Uh, So Anna walks out of the music room in a good mood, very good mood. This episode's such a roller coaster. (laughs)
3: Yeah,
2: so I'm gonna go hang out with Riri.
3: What's in that little purse that you've been carrying around?
2: That's a weird question. Do you want, like, a breakdown? My lip balm? No,
3: no, uh, there wouldn't be a damp, uh, seal-like pelt, would there?
2: What's in the box? Um, yeah, Anna has no reason to lie to you. Yeah, I stole this from Mina, and I have no idea what the fuck it does, but clearly it sounds like you do. Uh,
3: no, I don't know what it does other than being a pelt. Um, I have no reason to suspect it's anything else. Um, wait, oh yeah, yes I do, uh, <laughs> uh, Declan, actually, I ran into Declan today, and he was inquiring about me, uh, mm-hmm. getting it back for him, uh, I think that it has a great significance, and so I, I think that, I think that we should humbly return it to Declan as soon as we can.
2: Huh, Interesting. Um, I was asking Mina this morning who it belonged to, just so I could give it back. Um, I agree, Declan should have it back. It's his, it's his family heirlooms. But first, I want to see what kind of fun we can have with it.
3: What does that mean?
2: I don't know. Mm, you could definitely cause trouble with anything that someone finds important. I just haven't decided what yet. But I'm not planning to hold on to it forever. I'm not evil or anything. I know it's important to him. I'm not going to destroy it. In fact, I'm protecting it. I just want something out of it, too. I don't know what yet.
3: Well, Anna, I'm going to trust that you won't do anything uh, too malicious, and that you will promptly return it to Declan, and I'll pretend that, uh, I didn't hear the rest. Wink. Winky face. Wink, wink.
2: Okay, cool. We walk to the cafe and get high. Okay. We'll
0: hop on over to Declan's cave, where Gwen has been hanging out all day. What have you been doing today, Gwen?
3: Uh, girl, I've been like sobbing on the bed.
1: <laughs>
3: the cops are coming for you. Cops are coming to get
4: you. No snooping? I don't. Uh, maybe, okay. Maybe a little bit of snooping. Yeah, I think there's room for some snooping. Would I find anything interesting in your uh, fucking boy cave?
1: Things that you would find would be, like, I have, like, everything you've recommended me to have, for example. Like, a stack of, like, the books, even if they've gone on red Cassette tapes and all that.
4: Would I find things that would indicate your non-traditional humanity?
1: (laughs) I want to say yes, but I'm trying to think of what that is. Because I want to, like... I do want you to have a hint of that.
4: Well, what has like Declan what, needed to learn since he came to Whitfield's Bay?
1: Does he need to learn? Being a yeah. human for dummies is on the table. Um, I don't know. Maybe he even has like a journal. He can keep a journal. That's fine. What would
4: Declan's journal be like? It would just say like the really uh, fancifully. <laughs> good. Very, very, very good.
1: Entries would be quite short. It would be like, this is what happened today with a little bit of, like, maybe notes for things that happened that he's like, today, Elizabeth said I don't pay a lot of attention to people around me. Must be aware of this. I should pay attention to, like, how I should be acting. And, like, um, I also think he might even be explicit about, like, need to learn how to human.
4: Yeah. And Gwen is like, you know she's not like a dummy she has confirmed a vampire presence you know mina's been talking about like weird magic shit. people all day have been talking about this like pelt so like i think you know i don't know if um i mean honestly gwen probably listens to the odd like <coughs> bad like folk band album <laughs> and it's like maybe familiar with the concept of a selkie i think it i think it um gives me like that information for sure and like a, a plot but I also think um emotionally uh I feel well for a lot of reasons partly because I burned that bridge with Mina but also I feel like I'm thawing that uh freezing of Declan because it's like clear that he is trying really really hard I'm sure a lot of the writing is like pretty flattering of me and um <laughs> And I probably I wouldn't be surprised if I chalked up most of the things I didn't like about him to Mina was trying to like bully and like manipulate him. Plus, he is like trying to become a human. So I think after like spending some time in this space and reading this diary, I'm like, I have been kind of I've been mean to Declan because I assumed that he had all of the capabilities of like a regular teenage boy, but he doesn't even have those. So, like, I shouldn't I shouldn't be harsh to him that way. Um, Mind you, that is still like uh, a subcurrent under like this overwhelming uh, surge of like grief and fear and shame. Um, and when you do get back to the cave, I am still just like lying down on your mattress, like dead eyed, staring at the wall. I was going to do some nice mascara today and now my face is just a mess. My like hair is unkempt. I'm just like uh, not doing good.
1: Like, pause in the doorway when I see you and then instead of like just coming in I knock on the side <laughs> of my cave to like indicate my presence
4: I look up to you but I, I don't say anything.
1: Why are you are you okay?
4: I think Gwen tries to open her mouth to speak but she just starts crying again like all over again because she's trying to figure out how she's going to explain it to you
1: Alright I'll hug you and let you cry
4: I cry into um your shoulder for a long time and um how do we feel about this i start kissing your neck
1: okay i think declan will let that happen
4: does it turn you on can i turn you on doctor
1: you have to
0: roll for that i think you do have to roll for that if you have strings you can add them
4: <laughs> i don't have any strings on declan right now because i used them all when i freaked out with him in gym class but i do have this thing that i want to use anyway because we were literally just talking about using all of our uh, sheet moves, I have unashamed, I can give someone a string on me to add three to my attempt to turn them on. Okay. Hmm. Um, and I think, and I, like, I I'd struggled a lot with having that move because I was like, I don't think Gwen, she's like so in love with Declan, I really like that arc for her, but I, I really like this moment of like what she really wants is like comfort and to be like held and taken care of. And so I think that's like that would be a way that's true to Gwen to like want to put her heart into a turn summon on roll because she really just wants to like make the world go away for a bit. So I'm going to roll to turn you on. Gird your loins. Gird. <laughs> that's a 13.
2: Whoa.
4: Oh, wait. Sorry. I have a hot tat. It's <laughs> is 15.
2: What the Whoa. fuck?
4: Your dick pops off. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's too much,
0: man. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so on a 10 up, gain a string on them and they choose a reaction from below. I give myself to you. I promise something I think you want or I get embarrassed and act
1: awkward.
4: Give yourself to me, Declan.
1: Yeah, I think that's what it's got to be. I think that's what we're going to do. So camera does its thing, pans up to a Nirvana poster.
4: Well, I was going to say, is there anything more, like, classic than, like, we fall onto the mattress and we pan out to, like, crashing ocean waves against the shore? Like, it's so classic. Um, Yeah, we get nasty.
3: No, you don't. You don't get nasty. No, we get, like,
4: passionate and, like, loving.
0: Can I get sex adjectives from Declan and Gwinn? Oh,
4: girl, can you? I would say that from Gwen's perspective, the sex was fulfilling. There was like a long drive there that finally paid off and um, very like, uh, yeah, like safe. Like she was seeking shelter in in a storm and boy, she found it. I'm
1: going to say maybe grounding and soothing. Maybe a little bit of that homesickness he was feeling this morning has gone away and in that way the ocean did do its job yay ocean
4: what about roundabout yeah i think it um uh you know maybe reminds you that after a long day there is stuff on earth that's uh worth hanging around for mm.
2: like deadass. ass like
4: that ass that i'm sporting in my leather mini skirt that says mcr on the butt <laughs> um can we use our sex moves
1: yeah you should
4: What's the Selkie sex move?
1: When you have sex with someone, it counts as submerging yourself in water, since the oceans tell you their secrets gain a string on someone else they've had sex with. So that doesn't really work.
4: I mean, Gwen's not a virgin.
1: But is it anyone in relevant I mean, right
2: now?
4: The one kid that moved out of town. <laughs> <laughs> you now know about his bug collection.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Who would Gwen have had sex with? I mean, it's eligible. Who it would be interesting to have for Declan to have a secret on?
1: Elizabeth.
4: Oh, I probably, like, fingered Elizabeth at a party one time.
1: All right, so I have another string on Elizabeth. And what's your, what's your move?
4: When I lie naked with another, I can ask them for a promise. If they refuse, take two strings on them. So I think uh, in the aftermath, as, like, the sunset is streaking through the mouth of the cave and we're lying on your bed, um, I finally find the courage to speak. And I turn over and look at you um, on your, like, gross seawater-stained pillow. <laughs> And I'm like, Declan, I did something really bad. What did you do? I hurt Mina.
1: Hurt her how?
4: I hurt her, Declan.
1: Like, physically?
4: She deserved it. She told me about the way that she was treating you.
1: What did she tell you?
4: She told me that she didn't trust you, and she stole from you, and she lied to you, and she tried to trick you, and she lied to me. Because she thought she knew what was best for everyone. And I came here and... I know who you are, Declan.
1: Who am I?
4: I, like, gesture with my hand out towards, like, the open sea. I smile weakly and I say, you're not from around here, are you?
1: Yeah, um, I'm very new to everything.
4: I know you're still figuring it out, and I don't want to... I don't want to make things harder for you, but I'm figuring stuff out, too. I think that really all we have is each other.
1: Declan nods. I think he's going to thank you. He'll say, well, thank you for um, showing me the ropes.
4: Gwen smiles and maybe even laughs softly. And she says, promise me something.
1: Hmm?
4: Riri. I think she's a vampire. I think she's going to try to hurt someone or, or kill someone here. We have to keep people safe. Declan, she's dangerous. Promise me you'll help me keep people
1: safe. Just tell me what to do.
0: Thank you for listening to episode five. This little podcast is one month away from being two years old. We couldn't do this without you. Every time you tweet us or DM us or stick our posts in your Instagram story, it clears our skin and waters our crops. Please keep doing that. Your recommendation is what sells our show to new people. If you'd like to give us money, you can do that on Patreon or coffee, Links are always in the show notes and we really wanna hire someone to help transcribe our podcast because it takes many hours for multiple people to get them fixed up to our standards and we love to use those hours to make more content for you. So if you have some dollars or euros or other currency to spare, we will put them to good use, I promise. We're back in two weeks, take care.